hundred bucks. And then you like go and you find like, oh, we got these like, um, Lex eats them all the time. They're like 20 grams of protein yogurts, like the little like Dan and Oikos ones. Yeah. Um, they're a really good the triple, swap. The triple zero. They haven't even like a stronger one. It's like past triple zero. It's um, like, I wonder if we, I don't think we have any in the fridge right now, but I was like shocked. I didn't think that they tasted super great. But, like, yeah. if you're really in a pinch and you need 20 protein. grams of protein, two of them is 40 grams of protein. That's a lot. That, uh, you know, I need to get with the times, man, because I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, yep. Usually, if I do, like, yogurt with clients, it's, like, um, the triple zero or it's um, the Fage brand. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. I think um, so. But, I mean, like, fake. Yeah, right. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, no, that's really helpful. And I mean, I guess if it doesn't taste the best, you could always like throw like fruit in it or something, Splenda. depending on. Yeah, Splenda. You I do. put Splenda in everything. It's a good option. Um, the the best yogurt, in my opinion, is that Too Good yogurt. It's like oh yeah, number two, and then good. What? Now he's just laughing at me. Oh, whatever, Ryan. he talking shit no he is making fun of lexi actually well making fun of lenny making fun of lexi but anyway okay. the two good yogurts have i think they're like 20 grams of protein and they have four grams of carbs so oh, like their nice. whole shtick is that they're really low carb um yeah. so they do like that like ultra filter that Fairlife does and then they also like don't put a lot of sugar or like a bunch of fake sugar in it the coconut yeah. ones i swear by i like get like five or six or seven of them at a time then i usually eat like oh. two every night before bed you know, I saw the Too Good yogurt the other day when I was at the store, like, last week or something. And um, I don't do, like, because I don't eat dairy. So, like, yogurt is just not on my radar. Because, like, even, like, if you don't have dairy, like, the dairy-free yogurts are, like, they taste good, but they're nutritionally, like, they're just trash. Because it's all sugar and stuff that's added into it, so they taste good. Because you get, like, the um like plain jane like almond milk or cashew milk yogurt it tastes absolutely terrible yeah i've had this silk soy yogurt one before and it has like a very interesting consistency where it's super watery well yeah. and, like you can't really expect anything other than that but right. like i've had really good soy ice cream because mm-hmm. when i i also i try to like avoid dairy but i'm not like super picky about it it's usually just like the lactose in dairy that like upsets me so like fair life yeah. yogurt and fair, or fair life milk and fair life ice cream if you haven't had that yet is lactose free and it's super super good it's not like very healthy like that's a that's like one um like that's like a fake healthy thing like yeah. um fair life is always marketed as like a healthier milk because it is higher in protein lower in carbs and lower in fat right. with like the skim and like the two percent milk but their ice cream is just like regular old ice cream. It has like a little bit more protein, but like we picked out a bunch like not too long ago. Didn't look at the back or anything and brought it home. We're like, oh, might as well just have gotten like any other right. ice cream. And same with the Chobani. Chobani did that to me with their iced coffee. And I was like, hell yeah, this is going to be like super high protein and yeah. stuff. And I flipped it over and I was like, oh, there's 24 grams of carbs in a serving. Like I might as well just like go eat toast. It's all like freaking marketing, man. All those damn marketing strategies. I know. Okay, real quick. I don't even think we uh, we didn't really necessarily introduce what we're even talking about just right now. We kind of just hopped right about in. snacks. So uh, our Tuesday tea. Here we are. This is our very first one. This is very exciting. 
Um, and on Tuesdays, I feel like we say we're going to talk about myths, but I have a feeling we're probably just going to chat about a bunch of random shit, which is totally oh. fine. Um, but yeah, this is our first one. And uh, Jimmy and I decided that we're going to do um, myths around the healthy snacks that aren't actually healthy, but no one knows. So we're here to kind of share that, which is why we're, we're talking about busters. Yeah, we should get shirts. Yes. Ah, we gonna okay. have an intro. Um, I'll write my well, my notebook's all the way over there, but I'll remember it. Now I'll type it. I won't remember it. Okay, Mythbuster shirt. We write that down. Perfect. We I have, have an intro with like um fancy music, like that music that you would. I don't know. See we'll like well. some good music. Uh, yeah, that would be so great. We came and collect yeah. yesterday. Um, but yeah, like 20 seconds ago, we were talking about peanut butter, peanut butter being myth, um, not yep. myth, peanut butter being healthy but, is a myth. Yeah. Um, I also think like when I first started like getting into like a healthier lifestyle, like in college, Pinterest yeah. was like just coming out with like, or just like becoming a very popular social media. And there was always like 10 healthy snacks to eat on the go. And it was always almonds. Almonds was like always uh, the first thing that they would put in it. Like, oh, it's like so high in protein. It's got good vitamins, healthy fats. I was like, yep. oh, hell yeah, healthy fats. So I would get get those like I'm telling you, like the like Walmart huge size bags, and I would just eat them all day. And like a handful of almonds, the cows, like, man. didn't even yeah. know. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's a handful of almonds here and there. Like, can't be that bad. That's like 16 grams of fat for like eight almonds. And I was probably eating like 58 almonds like per sitting. And like if you did the macro math on that, it was probably I would have been better just like eating butter or like eating a steak or eating a cheeseburger, like something that actually has protein in it. Because like almonds have such like a small amount of protein, like you really have to eat a lot of them to get a good amount of protein. It's very small. I think it's the way that I really think it's the way that they're marketed because like I'll have um you know, people that will talk about like, oh, like if I ask like, what's the go-to snack for like, you know, if I'm just in a conversation. Um, and a lot of times people say like, oh, you know, I'll like snack on nuts or I'll have like, um, like the little trail mix bags. Packages. That, like, put, yeah. That put like, it's all like cashews and almonds. And then they have like a little bit of like the raisins or the dried cherries or, or whatever M&Ms. else in there or M&Ms or something like that. And then it's like, okay, well, I think, I really think it's the way that um, just like raw nuts, like cashews, almonds, peanuts, anything is marketed. They say it's like, oh, you get your protein, but I don't think people realize like there is protein in it, but it's more of a fat. And then, so you can mindlessly, like you said, you just mindlessly eat them as if like, you know, I'm getting my protein in, I'm getting a snack in, but then it's actually like the calorie content so much higher than I think people realize because it is more of a, a fat source than a protein source. And, so, like, I for being that. such, like, a high-fat item, it isn't that satiating. Like, usually, like, a high-fat item is, like, pretty yeah. satiating. But, like, I honestly think I can eat my body weight. And my dad, like, he's he's my dad. But he, like, literally will go through trail mix. Like, I've never yeah. seen anybody go through trail mix. And he always is like, well, it's, it's healthy. It's good for me. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's probably got a lot of fiber. Like, right. if you're eating, like, especially, like, the almonds that, like, still have the skin on it. Yep. At least there's got one thing yeah. in there right yeah. I wonder if it's like how they process like because trail mix itself like if you have to think like 
if it has the M&Ms in it or even just like chunks of like dark chocolate or something like that, mm-hmm. or like the dried fruit, the, the, um, the sugar, right. And then, so you're eating that, you're thinking you're getting a healthy snack, but then you're left still hungry, not really actually hungry, but like wanting, you could eat something else kind of thing because you're getting sugar in at the same time. And I think a lot of people, they don't think about it and that if you way. Like blindly look at just the calories, like, uh, one of those like bags of trail mix with like the chocolate in it is basically like a Snickers bar. But honestly, I think like Snickers bars have more protein in them because like the nougat has milk. There's like a whole old like Sohili fitness Snickers. um, I don't know. She used to talk about how there's like a good amount of, I don't know. That's like a tangent for another time. I'm looking it up though because I'm curious. (laughs) To compare the two. Yeah, I just want to know how much protein. There's four grams of protein in a Snickers bar. I mean, it could be worse. It could be worse. And then what? We say like trail mix. Um, With like nuts and chocolate trail mix. Yeah, that sounds like the average. Um, So three tablespoons, 33 grams is five grams of protein. So it's roughly the same. Yeah, might as well just eat a Snickers bar. Yeah, and you're probably wow. like a lot of people go for like like the chocolatey trail mix to like curb like a craving for candy. So and this it's is literally like essentially eating the same exactly thing. the same thing. Um, that was like my um, the other thing that I used to be obsessed with in college were those Luna bars, which mm. also have just mm-hmm. trash macros. Those basically yep. have candy macros as well. I think it also has like I think maybe like the highest protein count in one is like seven or eight grams and it's like marketed as like it's also very marketed as like a women's health bar Mm -hmm. which is very strange to me because like what are you what are you getting out of it that's more like appropriate for a woman versus a man that's a really good point like I wonder if it's just because of a May I, when did they like actually come out with the Luna bar? Because I wonder if it was one of those things where like you saw all of these like, um, oh, uh, like men's like protein, protein bar. bars, yeah, okay. men's protein bars. They probably use it as like that marketing like advantage of like, hey, let's make it, you know, Luna is like a female type of name, like, Term. Let's, yeah. yeah, let's direct it towards like the women demographic, make it women's protein bar or whatever. And then they use that as their like, it's like selling the pink packs. Like, uh, but on like pink tax, they always like say like oh, men, yeah. men's razors cheaper because like they're for and pink razors are always more expensive because they're for women. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they're even any more expensive. More expensive. They're also very small. They're like this big. You don't get that. Not even a snack. It's like a snack appetizer, and like you eat it and you're not full <laughs> at all. Snack appetizer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I don't know I. I always like get like get a lot of this information from the girls that I used to coach gymnastics with when I would have like oh. I would have like a one bar like a I don't know I honestly didn't eat that many like protein bars when I worked I'd have like a sandwich like a full like meal yeah actual while I was meal coaching and like most of like my girlfriends would have like a oh we were just talking about it the other day like how many calories are actually in like um one of those coconut Red Bulls there's 48 grams of carbs in a coconut Red Bull. I didn't even know Red Bull had coconut flavor. It's a very good flavor because I've tried it, but um, okay. there's 48 grams. And that's like in like, what, 16 ounces? Sure. And then she would eat like two Luna bars. 
And I'm not calling her out because I love her and she's like a great friend of mine. But like, yeah, but I like, have no idea on earth how she looked the way she looked with the way that she ate. Right. But like, also she was th- like not thinking that she was being unhealthy. Like, yeah, I'm drinking a energy drink and I'm eating two Luna bars. I'm like, this is like a healthy snack. This is a good right. option for me. Yeah. But I would so. do like the macro math in my head because I'm like a psycho. And yeah, I'm, like, I get it. There, I'm, like, same thing. 200 grams of carbs. I was like, okay, that's my whole day. That's my entire day. Like right yeah. there. And yeah. like, it's just like completely, that's so mindless of people. But I was just going to say, it's like this mindless way of eating. I think that's what gets people in trouble. It's like the little things where they, they think they're being healthy. And then when you actually like take a step back and you really look at from a numbers point of view, like the calories you're consuming, like the macros of that, that bar or, you know, the Red Bull or whatever it is. And then, um, you actually like sit down and like look at your whole day. You realize like you're actually overeating like a shit ton. You didn't even realize that yet. You're still hungry because the foods that you're eating are supposed to be healthier snacks, but they're not satiating. They're not filled with the actual good nutrients that your body needs. It's, it's all in the marketing, man. Mm-hmm. And then they always look at you like, my skin's breaking out. Like, I don't understand yeah. like, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, maybe if you just like drink some water, like a yep. little bit of water, like everything doesn't have to be Red Bull. <laughs> like, it's Red Bull just and Mountain Dew. Just a little Dew. bit of water, big man. Big Red Bull and Mountain Dew fan. And like, I don't know. The other thing that I learned from um, coaching at my gym is we would have this snack bar. And it wasn't even like a snack bar, it was like a snack shelf. And there's always like, veggie stra- or veggie straws veggie chips like were like on one side and then it was just like snickers reese's like all this other stuff and i would listen to parents every single day like kids would go up to the snack bar and they would like go to grab like a reese's and the parent would go no grab something healthy like grab the veggie straws i'm like honestly lady these two things are the same like let your kid eat the reese's right there's probably more protein in the reese's honestly yeah um, yeah but, like, I could not convince, like, the owners of my gym to put, like, bananas, apples. Like, we had a fridge that had, like, Gatorades and stuff. And I was, like, we can get, like, the, like, little, like, Chobani drinkable, like, yeah. shake that had at least yeah. 10 grams of protein. I could not convince them for the life of me. That's more expensive. I don't think so. It was, like, like a box Honestly. of chips, like. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the veg, like, that's the other thing is they can get away with, like, the veggie straws and the healthier alternatives for, like, these snacks. They charge more because it's supposed to be healthy or organic or whatever the hell, but yet it's actually not really doing anything for you, and you're still, they're still able to charge more versus, Uh, like. I think my biggest irritation was also, it would be, like, my team kids who are there for, like, five or six hours at a time, and they, like, would come straight from school and not eat, and then. Their parents would be like, all right, here's like veggie straws. You have six hours of practice. Like six. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that's in like gymnastics isn't an easy sport. It's like they're running, they're jumping, like they don't get breaks between their events. Like I just always felt really bad. And then they'd be like, Cochini, I'm so dizzy. Well, like, yeah. No like, shit, yeah. Sherlock. Like <laughs> and then I'd have like a few parents who like got it. A lot of like the parents who were like the same ones who asked me a million questions about keto and this, that, and the other. Um, they would send their kids with a protein bar, and I would always, like, highlight those kids. I'd be like, look at this one. This is what you eat. Yeah, they yeah. red tape with talking um, nutrition about, like, with kids. There's, like, very few things that you can actually, like, legally say without getting in yeah. trouble. 
yeah. you just have to like highlight the kids who are eating carrots and make good examples uh, out of being a coach. Yeah, that's probably really tough. That's probably really tough. I can imagine like not being able to like say anything because it is like such an issue. And like people, like I look at now, like if I'm out and about or whatever and I see like little kids running around and I just see like how their eating habits are or like how um, just like unhealthy they may look. I get like, I get the feels, man. I get a little yeah. emotional. I'm not going to lie because I remember growing up as a kid and like, I had, you know, my fair share of like the pop tarts and going to McDonald's and getting the kids meal and like whatever, like my mom and like my whole family was like fine with that. But like now I feel like it's 10 times worse because these kids, like I remember when I was in elementary school, like I looked like I was a healthy kid. I didn't eat like a healthy kid, but I looked like I was a healthy kid. Now it's like you see these kids in elementary school and they don't look like they're healthy kids. They're also not eating healthy. Right. But like it's so weird how it like is changing. And I feel like they're just putting a bunch of crap in our food even more. That's like working uh, with the kids actually makes it so much worse too, because these oh, I kids like, like I, I don't know that I feel like that's like a whole other conversation. Cause I can talk about that probably all day. Cause like yeah. they get so sad, like especially in gymnastics, like when they can't pull themselves over the bar and like all these kids who have like started like day one can pull themselves over the bar. And this kid's been in your class for like a year and a half, but they're yeah. so heavy that they like cannot support themselves. And it's like, they have the kids who's running in like with the Cheeto dust, like on their fingers. And like, it's as much as it could be genetic. It's not, it's like, it's mm-hmm. environmental. And, but that is like a whole other like tangent that we can save for another Tuesday tea, unhealthy, unhealthy for children. Sure. And the unfortunateness if that's a word yeah. like yeah, not we can make to, like word. talk talk to kids about like their health and fitness and that's like one of my biggest like um kind of like driving factors um about when I was like I used to coach like for like 11 hours a day so and yeah. I would like always have carrots and always have water and like kids love to ask you a million questions and they pick up on stuff so fast I've had kids bring me like protein bars before because they like just watched me eat them yeah. And like, you don't realize like how much they absorb just by being around you. And like, yeah. I even had like my old manager say like, Hey, it's like really nice that you're always like eating a banana or like this, like, cause like the kids talk about it and <laughs> Ryan's walking around with their shirt No, but that's good. I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like now I'm getting distracted because of Ryan, but yep. <laughs> There he is. Um, Making really good cameos in this. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I definitely think we could do like a Tuesday tea on um, like more directed towards like uh, different, children. like children and like maybe helpful tips for parents. Cause I definitely do think it starts with the parent, you know, like the kid only follows what is being the taught. And, yeah. Right, exactly. So if you're a parent and you happen to be watching it, Stop feeding the kids crap. Crap <laughs> what you're giving your kids. Yeah. They have such like low energy needs too. Like things of 10 grams of protein for them is huge. Like a yogurt yeah. that has 20 grams of protein in it is also huge. That's like something that I did want to talk about. Like trying to find a healthy snack. Like at least for me, the very first thing that I look for is like the protein content yeah. and then try like. I'm not dieting right now, 
So I don't really have to worry too much about like how high the carbs are, how how high the fat are, fat are. Just bad at talking sometimes. Um, But I do always try to like go for things that have like higher protein, like yogurt. Like yogurt's so great for people who don't eat dairy. That's kind of like not obviously a great choice. Um, But like if you are not dairy sensitive, like yogurt's always like such a good like you can grab it, go. Um, something I realized that's like upset my stomach a lot lately is, um, like protein shakes, um, something about like the super, and I think it's a specific brands, but like the Fairlife protein shake, um, they have one that's 40 grams of protein and it tastes great. I think it tastes better than all their other ones. It's like, oh no, it's not Fairlife. Yeah, it is. It's, um, the core power. Oh yeah. 40 gram ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. too lazy to do like the put it in a blender stuff yeah. if people are a put it in a blender type of person like go for it but like even dry protein powder because like I personally don't like like protein powder and water I think that's disgusting um yeah. some people they live and die by the powdered protein and that's great because like that's a good and technically that's not a snack it's just like a supplemental like item um cheese sticks I used to live on cheese sticks. And like, if you don't have to worry about your fats, like, yeah, cheese sticks is a really good way to go. I used to put deli, I literally used to keep deli meat in my purse. Like when I first started like healthy eating, I know that sounds insane, but like, I didn't really know how to get protein in. And I was like, yeah, well, I love deli meat. And I was like, deli meat's pretty much only a protein. It has like a little bit of fat. So I would like run to Publix. Like it seemed like every day and I'd get like quarter pound of chicken and like, keep it in my purse and right when I got to work I'd throw it in the fridge and I would just like roll it up throughout the day and eat it and like it worked it's probably not like the most glamorous thing in the world but hey you get your protein in I was like slightly confused because I'm like okay did you just carry chicken around or like you know a couple pieces (laughs) of ham in your in your purse throughout the day I'm like well I don't know how long that would last maybe a couple hours without it going bad one thing that helped me a lot and it's weird to think about but I got a really cute um, lunchbox, and for some reason that would motivate me to like bring snacks with me everywhere I went because people like, oh, your lunchbox is so cute. And I'm like, like, show off your lunchbox. Look at my lunchbox. From Amazon. <laughs> but I linked it. I actually linked it in the last um, post that I posted in um, the lifestyle group because it's like polka dot and it's cute and it comes in like a thousand different colors. And the other thing that I did was um, I invested in glass Tupperware with like bright pink lids so one I was more motivated not to throw it out because I'm like a big throw out the Tupperware person I don't need it It as like 10 cents this was not 10 cents um it also looked really cute in your fridge it's like when you like prep all your food out yeah and like you put it I actually we had a friend stay at our house um last week and he told us that our our fridge is beautiful on the inside and I was like (laughs) the biggest compliment ever yeah, I was like, it's all the Tupperware. It's all my bright pink Tupperware. I was like, I don't get a lot of pink in the house. So, like, bright pink Tupperware. That helped me, like, really start getting into the habit of, like, making my own snacks as opposed to trying to find snacks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at least until I figured out how to navigate, like, the snack world out there. Um, yeah. Hard-boiled eggs is another, like, one. And, like, Publix sells, like, a big bag of them now. Like, you don't even have to hard-boil eggs yourself because I, like, for some reason can cook anything but cannot figure out how to hard-boil an egg correctly. Um, I can't either. I always fail. It never works. 
never works, always breaks, um, yep. either too mushy on the inside, too hard on the inside. I know there's egg cookers out there, but I already invested in a lot of kitchen appliances and one another one. Right. Um, that's a really good one. I always go back to yogurt because, like, that's just something that you can literally just throw in your bag. The right kinds of protein bars, like, I swear up and down by, like, the Oh Yeah One bars. Like, I still, yeah. even dieting, think they taste good. I know that there are other people in my house who do disagree with me, but like in a pinch, like when Lexi and I, we work from six to three in the morning on Friday nights and Saturdays, yeah. like there's not much you can eat while you're bartending, but a protein bar like yep. you really can't, and a protein shake. And lots of people who have like those type of like food service industry jobs or like hot taste jobs. Like that's what you have to do. You have to get like that little, the little protein bars and the shakes that you can get in as you're moving around, as you're going, and that kind of helps you stay on track a little bit. But not naked juice. Naked juice is not a protein shake. Naked juice is yes. ground up fruits and 100% sugar. That's a great one to bring up. I That oof, grinds my gears. I haven't touched one of those. I haven't even looked at a naked juice in I don't know how long. And now you're like, you're bringing back all of my memories of drinking PTSD. those. Yes. Yep. And I'm just like. It don't even taste good. It's like, to me, I think it's like something that you like force yourself to drink because you think it's healthy. Right. And then you look at the calorie content on it and you're like, I honestly might as well have just had a milkshake. And again, a milkshake would have probably had more protein. Yes. It's the protein. Like it's, an actual uh, dairy based thing. It really, um, yeah, there's a lot of sugar in those. Like, and I get it, there's fruit, but like the added, I don't think people realize like there's more I'm to it. Than sure. Just- I'm also pretty sure that recently it just came out. That they're like, all of their like nutrition labels were wrong. It and it's like look it up. It's like mostly just like um, I don't know. Um, juice, sugar, water, juice. Yeah, like um, concentrated like juice, different yep. things like that. Um, that stuff. Fake juice. Not even real health. Real fake health. Oh, yeah. No, sweet. literally being okay it's being sued again oh that was 2018 though that's Um, okay that's pretty much (laughs) in my head that was last year right because I don't know how the dates work anymore yeah you know life just flies by man Mm -hmm. but I mean if they're being sued again which means that they were sued before 2018 I'm sure they're being sued again now current litigation yeah it doesn't say what for no, but, like, I just remember when I, like, started learning more about nutrition, I just, it's almost like you kind of realize, like, you have to go through it. You have to go through yeah, this, like, do. You phase gotta make of these not, not knowing, and then, like, as you start to learn more, you kind of look back and, like, oh, that probably wasn't the smartest choice, but I learned from it, mm-hmm. and then before you know it, um, like, that's always, like, one of my biggest goals with my clients is being able to make that transition of, like, taking what they're eating now, giving them actual healthy alternatives and then kind of coaching them through it so then eventually they transition into this phase where like they're out and about and they're like that is a no but this is a yes or let me grab a protein shake before I leave the house instead of planning on getting like you know the naked juice or something on the go or like if you're at the gym and you're leaving instead of hitting their smoothie bar up like you have your own uh, protein shake already like planned I feel like yes. that's, like, one of my biggest, like, takeaways from this. Don't go to the smoothie bar <laughs> at your gym. 
Because, like, I still to this day remember leaving the UCF gym and getting a chocolate banana protein shake with, like, double peanut butter in it. And, like, thinking, again, like, peanut butter. Healthy. It's healthy. And, like, yeah. And it always, like, it always just tasted way better with lots of peanut butter in it. And then they came out with PB2. And I was like, all right, also put PB2 in it. I was like, I want it to be like the thickest shake in the entire world. Yeah. She'll be back. Um, oh, I was thinking about one. Oh, um, it's kind of like a silly one, but like salads when people go out to eat. Like yeah. I've had many people tell me about the Chick-fil-A um, Cobb salad. That's like their favorite thing to get. And like okay. that's like two hard-boiled eggs without – like removing the yolk. So like right there, that's 10 grams of fat. All of their dressings have like 15 to 20 grams of fat. And then these are just like people little, who aren't. Little, like little. Yep. Like sides of dressing. It's not like you get like a tub, like you're getting a little, it's a lot. Oh, speaking of dressings, um, the worst one, I don't know how to turn off the stupid noise. It's really irritating me. We're just going to. I can't even hear the noise. What are you talking about? Okay, maybe it's just in my head. <laughs> my head noise. Um, Chipotle's dressing is almost like 100% oil. So it has like 24 grams of fat. And if you've ever seen like the Chipotle dressing that comes in a cup, it fills up a four ounce cup about maybe a quarter of the way up. So that's basically all oil. It's 100% oil, but it tastes very good. And I watch people like put it on their burrito and they put it on their bowl and they don't even get a salad. And then, yeah, I'm like, no. again, going back to that mindless, like, oh, it's probably fine. It's a salad dressing. Um, yeah. But, like, if you, there are like ways to take those flavors of salad, if that makes sense, variety of salad and make it like a more macro friendly option. Like, the market salad at Chick-fil-A is awesome. Market salad, like, doesn't come technically with a dressing, and it's just, like, chopped up apples and berries and grilled chicken. And it has, like, gorgonzola cheese. It's, like, you can afford that. And then, like, all of, like, the extra stuff comes on the side, like the candied pecans and, like, all, like, the – I guess they put granola on the salad, which is a weird thing for me, but it comes right, on right. – all of that comes on the side. And then you can pick, like, whatever dressing you want and, like, their Wait, balsamic yeah. – is basically like it's pretty like close to calorie free it's like 15 20 calories and like that's a like a a reasonable one i also have people tell me about the cool wrap that they have there but their cool wrap has like a slice of chicken on it i'm like mm. so you need extra chicken like, add yeah to double cool chicken wrap. that's that's actually that's a really good point to make like if i go out to eat and i'm getting a salad um, usually like, even if you're going to a restaurant, you can kind of like customize your salad. Like I always stay away from like the candied, like pecans or walnuts or whatever that they would put cheese, chicken salad and stuff like that. Like I would just do plain Jane, like get all the veggies that you can. You can do cheese, have cheese. So you have a little bit of fat in there, double up on the chicken hundred percent because usually if you get just regular chicken, they give you like three little strips of it and it's just like nothing. I don't know. Uh, protein standards. Yeah, I don't understand. But um, and then for your dressings, just like stay away from like the creamy stuff. If you can go with a, like a balsamic, then solid. It's the um, like the cream, like the Caesars and the ranch and the um, gosh, I'm drawing blue a blue cheese. Blue cheese, like all those add up. 
Right. Even like, okay, perfect example, avocado ranch. What? I don't know. Yep. Like, I'm just, yeah. But like, I have a good one after that one. <laughs> I'm like, now got gears turning. Um, but just because it has avocado in the name does not mean it's healthy. No. Like, that needs to be that needs to be acknowledged right now. Just because it has avocado in it does not mean it's healthy. Um, but then it's like, okay, if you don't want to do a salad and you do a wrap, double up on the chicken. Like that way, you can ensure that you're getting a decent amount of protein in at least for that meal that you're having. Um, in the great words of Lexi, avocados are also a myth. Um, that's <laughs> it's like her favorite thing to say. All right, um, but like. In an avocado, what do you have? Like, in, I know that like in 25 grams of avocado, there's like four or five grams of fat. And that like, that's right. like a quarter of an avocado. So what's that? Like yeah, avocados have a lot of volume. Yeah, they're very heavy. But like avocado toast is like a, a big, like healthy brunch item. Yep. But it's literally just, and you're not getting very much with avocado toast. You're literally getting an entire avocado mushed on two pieces of bread. Right. There's almost never like a meat involved. Not that you necessarily that you. On the side, yeah. You do. You have, you to, have like, to get it. like turkey or something. But like people love to think that avocados are healthy. I've seen people like put like cream cheese in the center of avocados and like eat it. And like all these things I see on Pinterest that like blow my yeah. mind. Yeah, um, and it's not. I guess it's not to say that avocados are per se bad. I just think it's the way that like we're using them in our foods, like the avocado toast, like you said, like, and I've gone out to eat. And if like you go to like the fancy brunch places and you get the avocado toast, it's usually on like a huge piece of like, it's not just like small pieces of like wheat bread. It's like Texas toast. or like the big, <laughs> Yeah. Like it's like the big pieces of bread and it's good. But then like you said, you're missing the protein. So it's like, yeah, you have your carb in there, you have your fat, but like, let's add, shoot, egg whites on top, turkey, chicken, like something where you get like protein in it. And if you don't do that, then carry on protein shake in your purse and call it a day because at that point, just do something. Get the damn protein Um, in. Should we have other brunch things? Um, The parfaits, like the yogurt with the granola. the first watch is like supposed to be marketed like as like a healthier they yeah. have those everywhere um we have like a healthier breakfast place their juices they always have like a juice of the month and their juices are basically just also like sugar water and like they're always right. like fancy looking had like a a beet one not too long ago that like i mean at least has beets in it beets are healthy but like yeah. what else the macros of that were very sad actually i want to look up and it smells like beets because we drink beets all the time for like a pre-workout supplement. Yeah. But it's it's also like what else are they putting into it? Because like that's the thing. If it's like a, by themselves. Yeah. Beet juice? I was going to say. Bad. Tastes like dirt. If it tastes good, like let's think about, let's like look, turn it the bottle around, look at the nutrition label, check the ingredients list and see what else is in it. Because if it doesn't just say beets. Whatever I tried to look at beet juice first watch and I see beet toast is the first one and it has 870 calories as 59 grams of fat. I don't even know what beet toast is. Beets <laughs> don't have that bad of macros. I was going to say, what are they putting on that toast before the beets, man? It has it actually has zero grams of protein too. 
Here you go, party people. Yeah, 55 carb, 59 fat. But what's so, the... But people will probably look at that and go, beet toast. Mm, healthy. Yeah, like, <laughs> hashtag healthy. Look at me with my I'm eating beets. Yeah, uh, you just got to be careful out there, man. Oh, you know what? You. I think they probably put cream cheese because when I look up beet toast, it has beets. It looks like it's toast with like a layer of cream cheese and then beets on it with chives. Looks like chives. I don't even know if that would taste good. Yeah. Guys, there are ways to eat food that tastes good out there. You don't have to go like with what their marketing is healthy. Actually stay away from what they're healthening as market. (laughs) (laughs) Just like anything you see. That they're marketing it to be healthy. Run the other way. Just yep. run the other way. Don't even question uh, it. There's, um, we watched a food documentary, like, a really long time ago about, like, and it kind of, like, went through the differences about, like, organic and, like, um, all the other words that they use to, like, market foods and, like, yep. how little of a percent something has to be organic for them to be able to call it organic. And yep. it's, like, I forget how, like, what the actual percentages but it's very very low and I think that a lot of people confuse like the term organic with like healthy and they like you get like an organic ground beef that like maybe like one percent lean beef or no what is it like 20 percent lean beef and they're like oh like well it's organic it's healthy it's grass-fed grass-fed's another one mm, yep. cool that it's grass-fed but it's still 20% fat, and now you have hamburgers that you might as well just have, like, on a McDonald's to get. I literally, over uh, Memorial Weekend, my family had a cookout, and I went, obviously, and um, my, so my family's pretty, like, aware of, like, how I am with food at this point. They're very, like, don't worry, Jess, we got grilled chicken breast for you with like plain like sweet potato like your food's here whatever and out of curiosity they started grilling and I was like you know I want to see if I want to have a burger I kind of felt like having a burger and I I uh went over to the trash and I pulled out the um like the pack that the burger came in this burger had 30 grams of fat and it was like maybe 25 grams of protein for the patty or whatever I don't really remember but and and then it had like a decent like not a a lot but like a little bit of a carb amount and my family was like you know not thinking anything of it like they really don't pay attention to that kind of stuff anyway but um on the front it said like no it was like what is the term that they use like uh raised like yeah no hormones added no antibiotics whatever and so like they were thinking like hey we did good we had like this burger you know whatever and then I'm like oh my like if you actually like turn around and look at the the macros for the nutrition label for like just this little patty and then by the time like this got cooked it was like actually this big so no one's eating one everyone's eating like two or three Exactly. No one's eating just one. Like usually, you know, two, maybe the guys have three. I don't know. But like, then you have to think, okay, you have that. Then if you want cheese on it, if you put mayo on it, if you have a like a bun and it's not like it's the whole wheat, whatever buns, it's like the, the brioche buns and the big plate the yummy ones, the pretzel people, ones. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, for holidays and stuff, I get it. Like if it's like a every so often type of thing, no prop, but like, the simple fact of 
I think people just mindlessly think like, let's make these choices and not really thinking into the ingredients or the, the macros or the calories or whatever. It's just crazy. Anyway. It's so. like almost like stressful to be the person in the family who wants to talk about healthy food, but it's like so stigmatized. They're like, well, you only eat like uh, ground turkey and this, like you don't know anything about food flavor or like we're trying to have fun and people like associate like having junk food with fun and like I can still party and like also eat a turkey hot dog and right like it's still fun I can still eat vegetables and yeah I get that the time you can still flavor that you can flavor it up you can like you can you can make food I have a whole cookbook about making good yummy food taste good it's out there, guys. I promise. And it's fun. We eat, no, I would really say we good. eat like 80 20, like mostly healthy yeah. foods. But like we yeah. do now that we're not dieting, like we used to diet, like we let ourselves eat like stuff when we go out to eat like a long Saturday. Well, Saturday we had been dieting for a little bit, but that was only a small diet, not like a real diet. Um, Saturday we had like, oh my God, we had like two Bloody Marys at lunch and like. <laughs> um short rib yeah like short rib steak and eggs and like it was a cool brunch it was very yeah. um that very fancy nice. it's like but like know, for the most of the time fine. we like eat I mean the whole I literally cooked all of my food and brought it with me for the Friday before that and yep. like went down to the little hotel microwave and like yep. stood in the snack store that they had and like microwave my food and like looked at the wall of snacks and yep waited until the next day got my snacks the next day um speaking of like uh like family barbecues and stuff I always like and I don't know how I'm relating these two but like usually there's like chips and like we have like the baked ruffles here and the baked ruffles are one of the not fake healthy snacks those are actually very good they're like 70 percent less fat and They have, like, a bunch of different flavors. They have the barbecue. They have the sour cream and cheddar, which we have, and then just plain. And it's got, like, I think it's, like, 6 grams of fat and 24 carbs for, like, 28 grams. So that's, like, a bag. And, like, yeah. it's – and they taste – they they taste great. They taste just like chips. Like, they're just not as, like, greasy and gross. But yeah. there's always that. And then, like, on the opposite side of the aisle, at least at Publix, um, they always have, like, the organic chip section – and, like, Doritos has an organic Doritos that actually has the exact same macros. Um, Cheetos has an organic Dorito, Cheetos that has, like, the exact same macros. But because it's on the opposite side of the chip organic, aisle, people always go for that. For some reason, people think white cheddar also is, like, healthier than regular other cheese flavors. They, like, what see... Are, does that come from why. the whole, like, thing? I remember, um, I remember hearing that, like, cheddar cheese because of like it's like dyed orange or like it's processed a certain way to make it orange and like actual real cheese is supposed to just be white so maybe that's why people are just like white cheddar it means it's not as processed i don't know let's buy I always, like, <laughs> I always laugh cause, like i'll i just like instinctively turn everything over because like after a while yeah. you just like it's just like part of looking at food you always turn like everything over and right. like ah well i can have a cheeto or i can have a cheeto that's white and they are the exact same thing. And I bet they taste exactly the same. But it's, they do that yeah. with everything, too. Organic applesauce. 
same macros, organic milk, same macros. It's just something that like, it's a scam. And like, if you really, 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 really swear up and down by organic things, like fruits and vegetables, like to each his own. But like your organic Cheetos aren't giving you anything different. Like maybe your organic apple and maybe like your organic broccoli, like doesn't have whatever pesticides pesticides and whatever which is why it goes bad like super quick compared to yeah so just get at that point just get frozen vegetables that's what we do we i i'm living i'm out here being relatively healthy and like we go through a bag of frozen broccoli like every two days like one of like the big ones um they talked about that in the same um video that i watched a while back about how because organic food is marketed as like way more healthy than like frozen vegetables, they always talk shit about frozen vegetables and frozen fruit or canned vegetables and canned fruit where there's like nothing wrong with it. You're losing like such a minimal amount of like nutrients from it that it's yeah. just like it's something that's like you can write off. But like for people like in lower income neighborhoods and like people who are not like very educated, they are like getting force fed that organic is like the only healthy yeah. item. So they look at the prices at organic with like organic things. They're like, well, fuck it. Like I can't afford this organic banana. I might as well just go get like bologna from like the deli. And like I can feed my family bologna or they could have gone to like the canned vegetable aisle and gotten like canned asparagus, canned corn and like all these other like relatively healthier items for the same price as the bologna. And they could have got tuna fish and like, but because of, the way that certain foods are marketed, they're just like completely clouded and they have no idea how to like actually shop for something healthy. I also like to play this game. I love the dollar store. Like I'm obsessed with the dollar store. I love getting like, um, like house stuff at the dollar store, candles, like a bunch of dumb stuff. Um, and I always look at like how many, how they've expanded their food section so much and how many actually healthy things that you can get at the dollar store. At the dollar store. And I've like, if you love to do, If I've always wanted to do like a like a YouTube video where I, like, I get like forty dollars, and I go through the dollar store and make like a healthy like grocery cart with like forty dollars. I'm like, that's brilliant. You need to yeah. do that. That is absolutely. I know. Brilliant. I'm just so lazy. <laughs> but like Lexi and I go all the time because like when we need hair ties or like um yeah, yeah. lots of other cool stuff to get candy. Um, but I'm always in there. I'm like, wow, you can get like two cans of tuna for a dollar. I'm like, that's awesome. Or you can get like um, oatmeal. Uh, they even have like um, like a fr- freezer section where they have like frozen cooked chicken strips, like not like um, like breaded chicken breaded, strips, but like, like those like gross. Tyson chicken strips. So I'm always like, wow, you can actually like the tortillas and like um, like Special K and like wow, like you can actually do like a good job eating on such a small budget, even if you only like get a few things here and there. But like you could feed your family right. like some decent yeah. stuff from the dollar store if yeah. you try if you try it, it takes effort yeah or you can get their like microwavable meals they have a bunch of like those like um microwave lasagnas like in their freezer section too but you just put the blinders yeah. on and say yeah. like i'm not gonna do that but yeah, that's also healthier conscious decisions yeah this turned in from healthy snacks to just kind of like uh. my, my <laughs> Like when you're going out to eat and stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, I thought it was a big piece of hair. Um, Smoothie King and like all the other smoothie places are another place to be like very careful at. Uh, tropical smoothie. Yeah. Tropical um, smoothie is a big one. 
I didn't know until I started dating Ryan that you could substitute like the turbinado sugar at Tropical Smoothie for Splenda. Yeah, you totally can. You like 60 grams of carbs because they're just like pumping that stuff out. And like it's it's mostly sugar, but you put Splenda in it, it tastes exactly the same. I know that people think that like Splenda is going to give them like mega cancer and it's going to kill them, but like. It's not. We got studies that prove otherwise. (laughs) And if you um, if you really feel that way, like stevia is like another option. Everywhere always has stevia, and like that's like um, to people they think that it's like a more healthy alternative to Splenda. Um, one of my like a very funny story is, it's not my story, it's Ryan's story, but I guess he had like a a girl in one of his classes who swore up and down that Splenda was bad because she poured a bunch of Splenda on an ant hill and it killed all the ants. And that was her big um, old scientific method and research. Yeah, because uh, ants are like so tiny, they probably died from. I sugar. honestly think they died from the impact. <laughs> yeah, or that. My goodness. But that's my um. That's how I think in people's heads when they tell me that Splenda is bad. That's like exactly how I think their thought process works. I put Splenda on ants. It's dead. It's gonna kill me because I am ants. Well. But, Newsflash, <laughs> world doesn't not work that way. <laughs> We're not an ant. And you have you a know, liver that processes the things that. that you think that it doesn't process. But um, I think that I got all of my... Um, a lot of... The only other thing I can think of is, like, when you go... We were just at Vitamin Shop yesterday, and if you look, oh, yeah. they always, like, have, like, little baskets of, like, their new stuff, like, right at the register that you can try them. And I saw, like... It was, like, a marketed as keto... So like a keto like fudge chunk that had like 40 grams of fat and like 15 grams of carbs. I was like, well, this isn't keto one, because if you're actually doing like a keto diet the right way, like 14 grams of carbs is like pretty much two days worth of carbs that you can actually have. Yeah. And when you want to have carbs as a person doing keto, you need to get them from like vegetables and all that other stuff. Um, but I think that now that people have a fake understanding of keto that if it has a very high fat content and you write keto on it, people like kind of pass it off. They're like, ah, well, it has high fat because it's keto and I can eat it even though it has like a ton of carbs in it as well. You can go back to just eat a piece of candy. Yeah, like they see keto on it and they're just like, hey, I'm doing keto. This says keto. Therefore, keto and keto, I can eat it. Yep. I don't even have to track. <laughs> yeah. I just eat it. That's false. like. I another like I just keto is like a whole other debate that we can have a fad diet debate but no next one we'll we'll do like fad diets oh he'll write it down maybe um I used to the other girls that I used to coach with also were always doing keto back and forth and like they're always talking to me about how bad their stomach hurt and all this stuff and I would try not to like ask too many questions because you don't want to get like roped into those conversations where like they're obviously not going to change their mind about something yeah Yeah. um but I would ask like I had one of them tell me that they were literally living on chicken wings and I was like oh like like how many like ounces of chicken wings are you eating like a day oh I don't really know because like I don't track it okay well you enjoy your stomach aches like this is like a 40 minute me just trying to convince you to at least track your food if you think 
because I, they'll talk about like, they're like, oh, I lost six pounds this week and then I gained it back and I lost 10 pounds this week and then I gained it back and then you just press. back and forth, back and forth. Yep. So moral like, of the story, if you're doing keto, at least track. That you're uh, doing. At, least. At, le- at least track so you know where you're at. That, that's a really good point to make because I feel like just because you're doing keto does not necessarily mean that you're actually doing keto. How do you know? How do you know? Like, let's actually take a look at what we're putting into our bodies, how much of it. So at the end of the day, we can actually see, did I hit this actual, like, keto diet? Whatever your numbers are. Whatever your numbers are. Um, Because like you said, it's a food item can say keto on it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's actually keto. Nope. You don't know Uh, what's in it. We always, like, refer or compare not tracking macros to not checking your bank account like just swiping I like it all day long and being like I have money I know I have money I know I have money and then eventually like it just gets declined and you're like I wonder why it's getting declined I don't understand why it's getting declined but, like yep, maybe if you would have like, checked like, and you don't even have to do it like often and you don't have to do it like I would say scrupulously I don't even know if there's a word we're making up words today it's fine I- you don't have to like do it very often, but at least rough tracking. Yeah. Like or, or like track it for a few days so you have an idea and then just follow that pattern for like however long. And then when you feel like, you know, obviously be honest with yourself, but if you're feeling like, oh, you know, I'm kind of just like allowing myself to like munch on things here and yeah. there, let's go back to yeah, let's go back to the the tracking a little bit, see where we're at, and then yeah. Budget. There we go. That's why, like, people always talk about, like, it like, goes back to kids, but, like, they relate teaching kids about, like, tracking macros with, like, eating disorders, which, like, yes, like, if you do it the wrong way, yeah, but all if you do it the right way, you're basically also, again, using the same analogy, like, it's, like, checking your grades or, like, checking your bank account, like, making sure that everything kind of lines up so that you're not overdrafting yourself you're not failing out of a class or you're not not eating enough I think for kids it's more of like teaching them how to eat enough versus like obviously not trying to teach them how to lose weight unless they're already like way past to the point of no return but like but I see kids like that where it's like oh yeah my, my mom or my dad said I need to lose weight so I I don't know if I can have that sandwich or something like I've actually had kids say and I'm just like wow like, interesting it's yeah it's I I don't know I, I don't know that's a whole other when topic, I worked I at a, in high school I worked at um and in college I worked at a, a Mexican restaurant called mm-hmm. Tijuana Flats which you guys don't think have up there um yeah. but we had a kid's meal that had an option to either get um like a bag of M&Ms or an applesauce and I had a kid who was like a little overweight order like the M&Ms like with his meal and yeah. his dad just looks at him and goes do you know how many laps around a football field or yeah, how many laps around the football field it is to burn off one M&M? He was like, no. He's like, okay, you're going to get applesauce. I was like, oh. And I bet the applesauce, one of the applesauce still had sugar in it and was just mm-hmm. like getting the M&Ms. And two, that poor child probably grew up afraid to eat anything. Scarred. Like, oh. That's the bad way to teach kids about food. There's a good way yeah. to teach kids about food and it's not shaming them for picking m&ms like, well you gonna give an eight-year-old a choice between m&ms and applesauce what do you think they're gonna choose 
right of course maybe just choose it for themselves or like you yeah that is again for another conversation yeah I feel like we definitely we uh we killed it today we had a lot yeah we talked about a lot of snacks a lot of food a lot of tangents but we kept it under an hour pretty much I would say so yeah because we started like roughly within that 10 minutes honestly I was gonna say like we can trim it up but like the beginning talk's also important where we're just talking about peanut butter no, yeah, Before we're keeping we that even in. introduce this the topic at all. Hundred percent keeping that in. I think I think this will be helpful, and um, maybe other people that have questions and comments and stuff can comment on the video, so we yeah, have more see topics if you to talk something. about. Yeah.